102.7 ESPN Studios in Austin, Texas. This is The Jeff Ward Show. Hey, welcome to our little show. Here's the way it works. I riff on stuff and you respond. Pretty straightforward. The phone numbers, you'll need them. 512-834-1027. That's 512-834-1027. You know one day I ought to start doing that. Those phone calls? <laughs> Maybe one day I should do that. On Twitter X, which is, I guess, the anti-version of phone calls or the pro-version of phone calls, I'm at Jeff Ward Show. You can post your comments there. A lot of people do. Uh, at times, you're excellent. Other times, uh, it's not quite your A-game. So let's try to make it better. Make the show better if you can by posting. Get to the point. Please don't suck. That's at Jeff Ward Show. If you want to check out uh, the podcast we put together every single day, we drop it in the afternoon. Subscribe to it. The Jeff Ward Show podcast is available wherever you download your podcast. I'm not quite sure. I need to go back and check and see how I'm sure the hate is just over the top. Posted the podcast yesterday. Donald Trump's trying to sell you a suit. I'm curious how that does. I know the reaction. I Trust me, I know the reaction. <laughs> but I wonder, uh, I wonder if people dig that or not. Uh, check out the YouTube show as well. We post to YouTube every single afternoon also. Jeff Ward Show on YouTube. Okay, Cowboys fans, haters, face painters, whatever you want to call yourselves, it's, uh, you know, we're there. We're there. I'm not surprised. I've been saying it since August, not because I'm a fan. Now, please understand this. Football's just science to me. I don't really feel anything. I don't. The only thing I see when I watch a game, other than just the science of the game, is I hope it's interesting. That's my job. That's it. So I've thought this since last summer. Absent a bunch of injuries, your Dallas Cowboys are really that good. And understandably, people don't believe it or don't want to believe it. And for good reason, enough people who are fans have been burned. Enough people that are haters are just laughing at us. And yeah, people say that every year. So I'm stuck sort of on an island by myself. Well, they're that good. I, I think you now know that, right? Almost. <laughs> Let me tell you to pump the brakes slightly. Almost. What is amazing to me now about the reaction to the season Dallas is having. You know, look, I know people want to freak out about, oh, you lost to the Cardinals, or oh, you got your face kicked in by the 49ers. That's it. You're falling apart. Um it's understandable reactions, overreactions, and reality that people do that, but it's, it's a long year, and it's a brutal game with only 55 people. So it's going to suck the life out of you. That's why I asked the question over and over again. I don't know the answer yet. Could it be that Philadelphia is just tired? I'd be careful about judging too harshly yet. Same with Dallas. When they get beaten by Arizona, it looked bad. It looked silly. It's because it was. It happens. You hit that wall every now and then, no matter how good you are in the NFL. The 49ers did it. So now you're to near the end. You're in a four-game sprint to find your playoff legs. You're in a four-game sprint to find your playoff spot, and it really, really matters now. So how good is Dallas? Like, What is the fair assessment at this point of Dallas? They're 
the second or third best team in the NFL by roster, by pure talent. But what what can they do with that down the stretch? How does that relate to Philadelphia? Like, I think everybody now knows after this long, you now know where the talent is. Certainly right now in the NFL, the talent is concentrated at the top, and then it's really jumbled up after that. You know what San Francisco is. You know what Dallas is. You know what Baltimore is. You probably still think you should know what Philadelphia is. I think you're wrong about Philadelphia, but we're about to find out. And everybody else is, it's kind of a mess. What's a fair assessment of Dallas? I've said all along, playing in the NFC Championship game or bust. That's a fair assessment. I've said it since August. I'll say it now. That is a fair assessment of Dallas. I don't know they would win the NFC Championship game, but would they play well in the NFC Championship game? Um, I, th- I think that is, I think that's fair. I think it's accurate. I, I think that's still kind of the play of the day. What's amazing now, <laughs> what is amazing now is everyone has bypassed my take that they should play in the NFC Championship game, and I don't know what happens there. I don't know. It's going to be tough now because where they sit, they're going to have to go through San Francisco. They go to San Francisco in a divisional game and they beat them. You can start talking about the Super Bowl. I don't know that you should talk about the Super Bowl right now. I don't. But people are. All of us, I mean, it's gone from typical of how people look at Dallas. It's gone from, yeah, yeah, they're good, to, yeah, they need to play in the Super Bowl. Perfect example. This is ESPN that talks about, I think ESPN has Dallas Cowboys conversations more than I do. I really do. It's, and it's extreme. I mean, it's, everyone is extreme. You're either you suck, I told you so, or I knew they were going to be the greatest team ever. <laughs> and they're, they're neither of those things. They're exactly where I thought, they are what I thought they were from the very beginning. I didn't think Dak Prescott would be this good, but I did think CeeDee Lamb would be really good. And here they are. And now, I'm telling people to pump the brakes. Now everyone's saying it's Super Bowl or bust. Well, that's the difference between me and Mad Dog Russo. Oh, no. No, 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 no. It's Super Bowl or bust, baby. Uh, this is America's team. This is the $9 billion franchise. This is Jerry World. This is the yacht. This is the helicopter. This is the star on the helmet. And at midfield, this is the billion-dollar playpen with the big jumbotron. I mean, years and years and decades and damn near centuries from now, when we're long gone, that's the new version of the Roman Coliseum, baby. You understand? <laughs> this is what we're talking about. It's Jerry World, all right? All right, this is, this is the franchise that's worth $4 billion more than anybody else. The one with the most nationally televised games. The one... The, the, the one with the MVP candidate at the quarterback spot with the coach that's resurrected himself once thought of to be archaic and beyond and all of a sudden he's leading the top rated offense throwing the football 50, 56% of the time compared to 44% of the time. You lost Trayvon Diggs as your quarterback and still you got one of the top defenses in the National Football League. You got a brother in Micah Carson's, that is Michael Parsons. That's the modern day LT. Lawrence 
Taylor. He's not Lawrence Taylor. There is no one Lawrence Taylor. There's only one. But the modern day dude, we got Demarcus Lawrence sticking out his chest talking about, yeah, yeah, we coming. We gonna come for more. He gonna stop you. We seeing all of this. All of this, okay? And then all of a sudden, we gonna get to the NFC Championship game and you nosedive? Oh, hell to the no. Steven. Hell to the no. It's Super Bowl on bus. Stick out the chest. <laughs> I told Demarcus Lawrence, keep that same energy. Please keep the same. Keep please the same intensity. Keep the same intensity. Same intensity. They remember what Michael Irvin said. Keep the same intensity. Oh, yes. I ain't no damn no the M- NFC Championship game and we lose. But wow, what a wonderful season. Did you know that Jerry Jones touched 80? Did you know that my Libra buddy, my Libra buddy, that man Jerry Jones, my buddy right there. Did you know that he right. sat up there and he said that birth certificate is collecting a little bit too much dust? I'm running out of time, people. I need you to get it done. Yeah, okay. Well, I don't, uh, I, I suspect he's saying that Super Bowl or bust because if they don't make it to the Super Bowl, then he can rip them and say, I told you would make it. But I, I don't know. I don't know where, you know, all of a sudden, a few days go by. And I, I have the same scientific view of Dallas that I did in September. And all of a sudden, everybody else sees him and says, that's it. You better win it all. If they were in the AFC, then scream, Dave, you better win it all. But they're not. They happen to have the other, the best team in the NFL not far away. And they got one they just beat up on who may not be that far away either. So, um, no, 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 no. Uh, could they could they get to the Super Bowl? Sure. Could they pull off an upset in San Francisco? Absolutely. They got beat 19-11 last year. That's what I kept saying last year. You act like they're going to run off the field. The difference in Dallas of that day versus Dallas now is their quarterback doesn't throw picks, and they got a field goal kicker that's money. And all they did was lose 19-11. It was a good team then. It's a really, really good team now. So, yes, they don't get to the NFC Championship game. Mumbling Mike should be in trouble. Uh, they have a bad showing. They get run off the field in the NFC Championship game. Mumbling Mike should be in trouble. All those things, I think, still apply. Screaming now, everyone, screaming now, Super Bowl or bust, is a little over the top. It is. The margin of that is so small, you don't know. And unfortunately for Dallas, they've lose a weird tiebreaker. You realize between Dallas and Philadelphia, I believe you end up right now. Right now you end up in the fourth tiebreaker, which is conference record, I believe. Not divisional, because I think they tie that too. It would be conference record, of which Dallas would be a game behind. So they're going to lose that tiebreaker, which means not that you have to go beat up some NFC South team. That's not a problem. It's that you have to go to San Francisco after that. There's your Super Bowl, by the way. But it's not going to count as the Super Bowl. That's your Super Bowl. Those are the best two teams in football. And that's a collision course. That's why I'm saying, I think, I think it's pretty reasonable to say you might end up being the second best team in football and not make the Super Bowl. You might be very close to being the best team in football and not make the Super Bowl. That's realistic. Screaming... <laughs> Scream. You know, the value of the team doesn't have any bearing. The fact that the Cowboys are valued as the most sport, most valuable sports franchise in the world has no bearing on what's on the field. None. None. They've been the most valuable sports franchise for a long time, and they were terrible. So it has no bearing on all that stuff. Pump the brakes. 
Ion an NFC Championship game. Use that as the measurement stick. Use that as the test whether or not it's a successful season. That's a reasonable test. Jeff Ward, weekdays on 102.7 ESPN. Pass the ball to the Jeff Ward Show. On 102.7 ESPN. Now back to the Jeff Ward Show. You know, I thought I would look this up. Um, I'm making some projections here. Tell me that I'm off. I want you to, and you can do this yourself. You can look it up too. What do you think this country, the United States, what do you think we lead the world in? And I don't mean just one thing. I'm talking about how many different things. Um, you know, I mean, it's obvious stuff. I would assume like military spending. What do we lead the world in? <laughs> I'm not saying it's good. Oh, there's a point to this. Trust me. But what do you think we lead the world in? Can we assume obesity? we got to be the fattest country in the world. I I assume it's not even close. Unless some of you know of some small, tiny, obscure place where even in obscure places around the world, nobody eats like we do. So I assume we are number one in obesity. Wealth, well, no. I guess per capita, we're probably not, are we? Um... We got to be up there, though. Wealth generation, tech companies, I, old presidents, we got to be number one in that. We got a bunch of those, always have a bunch of those, it seems. So what do you think we lead the world in? What is plainly obvious? Let's, re- let's recategorize this. What do you think is plainly obvious that <laughs> we lead the world in? I think it's going to be a bunch of bad stuff. I think it's going to be bad stuff. Well, this is going to shock you. We watch the most porn. Yep, shocking, isn't it? No way, Jeff. Yeah, I don't even think it's close, by the way. So here you go. You do with this. I'm not optimistic. I think this is going to come off the rails. I think you're going to be terrible. Um, But you do with this whatever you want. It's It's hard to pass up. I think what's interesting is what's number two, actually. Number one is a no-brainer. So you, now it's that time of year we do all these year-end lists. Like everybody's got a list, Google searches, blah, blah, blah. Well, of course, the porn industry has uh, its number one lists. And again, we're number one. We're number one. We're, we're like number one through 50. All right, it's the porn year in review. Don't shoot the messenger here. Uh, Let's see, where do you want to go with this? You respond, do with it whatever you want. You judge it however you would like. Uh, The 10 states that spend the longest time on Pornhub per visit. (laughs) Do with that whatever you want to. They all seem to be right around the same time, though. It's weird. Uh, let's see. Some For some weird reason, these uh, red states have a lot of porn time. Tennessee's 10 minutes, 57 seconds. Alabama. Yeah, might as well. 11 minutes, 4 seconds. Delaware. 11 minutes, 5 seconds. North Carolina. New Jersey. Yes. Rhode Island. Of course. Number one. And I would assume there might be the greatest concentration of government employees in the state of Maryland. Is that a fair assessment? The state of Maryland is number one in the country with 11 minutes and 31 seconds 
on each Pornhub visit, which is like every 10 minutes itself. The states that spend the, sh- the shortest amount of time. Washington is 9 minutes 5 seconds. They've got to be, you know, I have a uh, friend, a tech friend, and he was telling me at some time, he goes, you know, these... The only thing this side of NASA are these porn companies. So I'm going to guess the fact that these times are all pretty concentrated between 9 and 11 minutes, I suspect the metric and the science and the algorithm is getting it just right. Because they're all, every state, notice how it's the same time. Uh, State of Washington is 9 minutes, 5 seconds. Oregon, 8 minutes and 58 seconds. And Louisiana... Shortest amount of time spent on Pornhub at 8 minutes and 21 seconds. What do you want to do with that? Huh? It's not going to be good, is it? It's going to be really bad, I think. I think it's going to be really bad. (laughs) But you can insert whatever... Oh, boy. uh, Put whatever joke you would like to all of this. And then what's really going to shock you and disappoint you, and I'm sure we can uh, we can talk our way through this, and maybe we could get the Attorney General of the State of Texas to fix this because he's the moral compass of all people of Texas. Maybe he could be the moral compass of all people of the United States. He can fix this porn thing. The United States, shockingly, once again, leads the world in porn visits. No way. I think we've been leading since like 19... When was, uh, when was AOL around? What was that? Uh, whenever it happened. Like 88? When did somebody first main, download the first mainstream, which means porn, site? Early 90s? No. Mid-90s? We've been number one ever since. No one's even close. The United States reportedly took the lead once again. The UK used to be second... I would assume it would be Russia. I got to believe. I, I don't, just assume that's the case. They may be making more porn. Maybe they're not watching. Maybe they're making more porn. Either way, for whatever reason, number two, <laughs> number two in the world in porn consumption. And apparently it's like skyrocketed. The Philippines. I don't know. I don't even know enough to crack a joke about that. I don't know. Now, they're not even close to us. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we are we are clearly left everyone else behind. This is our obesity, old presidents, and porn viewing. We've got that mastered. No one's even close. All right, post away. It's got to be all bad. Jeff Ward, weekdays on 102.7 ESPN.